Don't let the pain or the trauma take control over you. Remember to stay true to the person you are, but also to realize that, hey, I'm hurt at this moment. Welcome back to another episode of the My Mail Podcast, where we open our minds through interesting conversation and destroy our biases in the process. Now, today I want to talk about toxic relationships and how to really get out of them because at the end of the day, no one wants to be in a toxic relationship. No one wants to be hurt emotionally, physically, spiritually, or anything like that. People want to grow with their relationships and they don't want to be stuck in a place that's only bringing them down and draining them of energy. Now, one of the most important reasons why we should all get out of toxic relationships is if you're in an intimate relationship or a friendship, you're already putting in a lot of energy and effort in order to make this person happy and to develop this relationship. Now, if you're putting a lot of effort in and if you're putting in so much energy for this person and you're simply getting nothing in return, what's the point of being in this? It's only making your life worse. It's only holding you back. So you really want to first address Where are my toxic relationships in my life? Where am I feeling bad in my relationships? Which friendship should end? Which ones should I not carry into the new year? Which ones should be let go of and kind of rebuilt? Because if you want to be successful at anything in your life, it really depends on who you surround yourself with because we're easily influenced by the people we surround ourselves with. Now, there's a common thing that says, tell me the three people you you spend the most time with and I'll tell you your future. Who you hang out with determines your future and what you're going to do in your life. So you want to be surrounded by people with similar goals, similar aspirations, uh, and they're doing good things and positive things in the world. And honestly, you feel energy when you're around them. You feel like you're being built up in a way. Maybe it inspires you to be better. Those are the people you want to be surrounding yourself with, not toxic people who hold you down or limit your dreams or beliefs or get jealous when you succeed at something. You want people who are going to bring you up. Now, like any other problem in our life, the first way to start to solve it is to address it head on, to come at the problem head on. So I want you to analyze your relationships in your life. Which ones are giving me energy? Which ones are building me up? Which ones are creating my dreams? And which ones are only negative? Which ones are bringing me down and not giving me the best life that I could possibly have? And I want you to do that by journaling. Simply talk about a relationship, whether it be your mother, your friend, your girlfriend, boyfriend, anything like this. Write their name out and kind of write about your relationship, how you're feeling towards them currently. Because often we don't necessarily unpack what's in our head and we go off our emotions and like our feelings. So if you're in love with someone, you're going to be most likely like impaired. You're going to be drunk in love and you're only going to try to see the positives. But if you can journal this out, you'll actually see this person for how you feel about them. And when there's a lot of negative qualities, it's most likely a toxic relationship. So here are a few things to look out for. These are some red flags for toxic relationships. The first one is when you have to censor yourself or choose your words carefully around this person so they don't get angry or agitated at you and start an argument. This is a prime example of a toxic relationship because in a healthy relationship, you should be able to speak your mind and maybe they won't agree exactly what you're saying, but they should at least accept your opinion and your differences no matter who you are because they appreciate you and they're in a relationship with you for a certain reason. So you want to be able to express yourself freely if you have to censor yourself that's a toxic relationship right there because you're not speaking your true self and you're holding everything on the inside and when we hold everything on the inside it actually does damage to us and it creates micro traumas because when you don't open up you don't necessarily realize that you're holding on to things from the past that could really harm your life currently 
Now, another red flag to show you that you have a toxic relationship is if your partner is holding you back or limiting your beliefs. So one thing we often want to do in our relationships is share and open up to this person. So you want to share about what is my aspirations? What am I trying to do with my life? What do I want to do? And if this person can support your ideas, no matter how crazy, or even just believe in you or show their support, that's a healthy relationship. But a toxic relationship is when someone brings you down. When someone says, you can't do that, or you shouldn't do that, or I don't want you to do that, something like that, that's limiting you. That's holding you back. And if you're spending a lot of time with this person, you're going to be held back in your life because you're going to be listening to what this person has to say and it's going to have some impact on you. Even if you don't necessarily agree with it, it's going to have an impact on you. So you really want to have someone in your in your relationships that's happy for you, that wants you to succeed, that wants you to do great things in your life and not someone who wants to bring you down to their level, not someone who wants to just chill out or someone who just wants to live their life. You want someone who's striving for goals just like you. You want someone on the same kind of wavelength as you. So if you have someone who's holding you back in your relationships or maybe they're getting jealous or envious when you succeed at something or they try to twist it about themselves or something like this, that might be a sign of a toxic relationship that's holding you back and it might be time to move on from that relationship and find new friends that will support you in your ideas. Now, another way to tell if you have a toxic relationship is how much this person person tries to control you when you're not with this person are they constantly texting you or calling you are they constantly asking what you're up to where you are do they seem very very dependent and controlling of you now dependency is a thing that can happen to any of us in a relationship that's not necessarily a sign of a toxic relationship but when it really gets toxic is when this person tries to control your life by saying hey you can't do this because i want you to do this or You can't go out for a night with your friends because you have to stay in with me. Or when you're just out, you know, maybe at your job doing something at the gym, she asks, where are you? And she gets suspicious or something like that. Or if the person starts to, whether it be he or she or they or them or anything like this, they start to track your your data. They start to look at your social media presence. They start to look at your messages, your calls, because they're suspicious. That's an example of a toxic relationship. This person can't control their life. So in order to have a sense of control, they try to control your life. And honestly, in any healthy relationship, you want to feel comfortable enough with the person where you can trust them, where you can build trust so they can kind of live their life how they want to live it. Because at the end of the day, we should all be allowed to live the life that we want to live. It's a short life. We only have around 80, 75 years. So in order to live the best life, You can't be controlled and you can't be told what to do. So if someone is telling you what to do or trying to control your social media presence or anything like that, you have to make sure that you talk to them and be like, hey, you can no longer control me. This is not something that I want. This is not something that you want. And sometimes that can be very difficult to talk about. Now, there's definitely definitely levels to different toxic relationships. There's toxic relationships that get physically abusive. And that's one of the most difficult things to deal with because much of your life is living in fear. And people who are abusive are generally trying to control you in some sort of way, most likely because they don't have control over their emotions or something else in their life. So they're not in control, so they try to control you. But being in a toxic relationship can be very, very frightening. And it's not necessarily the same thing as a friend or a girlfriend or or a boyfriend or something like that that just doesn't support you or doesn't agree with your ideas or argues with you. It's completely different. It can be a lot harder to get out of. So... If you're in a toxic relationship that's abusive, 
first of all, you want to talk to someone about it. You don't want to just keep it inside, whether it be a friend, parent, something like this. You want to talk to someone you trust about what's going on in the relationship. Also, a couple other things you want to keep in mind is depending on the situation, it would be great to have an open dialogue with this person about how you feel. But this isn't always the case. Sometimes people aren't willing to hear what you say and the abuse will get worse because of this. So other solutions would be counseling. If people are willing to counsel with you, then you can start to work out your problems, even if you never see this person again, but at least you can start to work out some of the problems that they have caused for your life and some problems in their life, definitely. Another thing is, if you're planning on leaving this relationship, you have to start saving money because most likely if this person is abusive, they've tried to control your financial life, whether that be they own the house or they keep control of your money or you don't pay the taxes, something like this. They most likely try to take financial uh, control. So whether this means starting a GoFundMe page to raise money for yourself, whether this means taking freelance jobs or part-time jobs or something like this or getting money from your friends or family, you have to start saving money in the case that you move out and you're able to get out of this def- difficult situation. And you also you also want to be able to just leave this relationship eventually. Now, this can be very difficult, but sometimes you have to bring in a professional or someone like that or maybe authorities or something if it gets super bad. But you want to be able to find a timeline for you to leave this toxic relationship and this abusive relationship. It's almost like planning out anything in your life. It takes steps and it's not like a linear curve, you know. Every day is different, so you definitely have to be prepared for that. I'm in no way qualified to talk about how to get out of an abusive relationship, so if you really are in an abusive relationship, please talk to to a professional, to a therapist, to someone who's seen this before and who's a professional who can help you out in the long run because I am not certified for this and I do not have any background in this. So really, it's just you have to talk to someone about this. You have to talk about your problems, whether it be anything in your life, toxic relationship, physical abuse, um, addiction, anything like this. You have to open up and talk to someone in your life. So let's go back and talk about if you just have a toxic relationship where it's not physical abuse. Maybe they're being mean to you mentally. It's mentally affecting you, emotionally affecting you, uh, bringing you down in your life or holding you back. You want to find a way to get out of this relationship because that's how you're going to grow. That's how you're going to change is getting out of this relationship. Now, sometimes this can be hard because you hold on to this person. You know, maybe you've developed a relationship over some years and this person is a big part of your life. And it can be very painful and difficult to let go of them because our brain becomes conditioned in patterns to not leave what's known. So when you know this person so well, you're not going to be conditioned to leave them, even if it's helpful for you. So it can be very difficult to end a relationship. But the first thing you have to keep in mind is you you are ending this relationship because you want to be the best version of yourself. So you can't feel like you're a terrible person for ending a relationship or hurting their feelings because at the end of the day, if they're being toxic to you, it's not helpful to have them in your life. So you have to realize that you ending your friendship or you stopping talking to them or cutting them off, it's not a terrible thing. And you shouldn't be at fault. You shouldn't feel like, hey, I'm a terrible person for doing this. I should never do this. I should never abandon this person because really they abandoned you when they treated you poorly. So you really have to find a way to forgive yourself and not feel like a terrible person for ending a relationship. Now, one of the most important things is you have to talk through your problems with this person. You can't just suddenly one day cut them off. I mean, you can, but that's really not a very nice way to go about it because you most likely have a lot of history with this person. So what you have to do 
is you have to talk to them about how you're feeling and what's going on. And maybe they'll have a way to respond or maybe they'll have something that you've done that they didn't like. And you can start to have an active dialogue. Make sure to just stick to the truth and stick to your truth. Don't try to hide away from it because you don't want to see what, how they're going to react. At the end of the day, you're trying to end this relationship. So it doesn't really matter what they think as long as they know what they've done wrong and how they've wronged you. So you really want to start by talking to this person about how they're doing, how you're feeling, and what happened in your relationship that went so wrong. Now, if you don't feel comfortable having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with this person, again, like I said, counseling can be very helpful for this. Seeing a therapist, seeing a counselor, something like this, where you guys can talk out your problems in an organized way is so helpful because you get a, a greater understanding of their perspective of why they treated you that way, and you're helping them in their future relationships because maybe they'll be like, hey, this person ended a relationship with me because I did XYZ, I did these behaviors. Maybe I should make a change in my life. Maybe I should reflect and see what made me do those things or what am I holding on to in my life. Now, another important thing is we often get attached to our relationships. So while you're trying to end your relationship, focus on yourself. Focus on working on yourself, whether that be meditating, spirituality, um, overcoming some of your problems, challenges, really just being with yourself and learning to love yourself. This is so important because when we're in relationships, we often try to please the other person and we focus on the other person instead of necessarily working on ourselves. One of the best work we can do in our life is self-work. Self-work, becoming a better person, you know, going through our life situation, seeing how we could do things better. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be surrounded by people, but at the end of the day, you're the one who closes your eyes at night. You're the one who wakes up in the morning. So at the end of the day, we are alone in a way in our own heads. You have to be able to deal with yourself and to love yourself, really, if you want to do anything good with your life. Now, as you're transitioning out of this relationship, you want to be able to fill the void of this relationship or else you'll be sad and lonely and maybe you'll fall back on old patterns that were destructive in your life so you want to surround yourself with people who are going to build you up in your life find those people find those people that are healthy relationships that will support your goals will be there for you um that give you energy like you can feel it you can feel when someone gives you energy when you're hanging out with them or talking to them or really just in their presence you feel that energy and you want to find people who have that energy and who build you up because that's how you're going to grow. You're going to grow by being friends with this person and maybe they'll push you to new heights. They'll show you something new. They'll give you a new perspective. You want to surround yourself with people who build you up. Also, this is a transition phase. You're transitioning out of your negative relationships and into your positive relationships. Now, another thing you really want to focus on after ending your relationship, especially an intimate relationship, is there's going to be a lot of baggage and trauma and hurt feelings that you're feeling by ending this relationship. Maybe this relationship was good for you to end in the first place, and it's a good thing, but that doesn't always feel like that's the truth. Sometimes it feels like you're in a lot of pain, like you end this relationship and you're still trying to heal and recover and forgive yourself. But you have to start forgiving yourself for the decision you made because you made it for a good reason. You made it for your future. Sometimes it can be difficult to see through the discomfort, see through the pain, but you really have to take time to heal and get back on your feet. So once you end a relationship, I don't want you to just fill your life with busy work or go start a million new relationships and fill all of your time. You have to have some alone time and some quiet time to either reflect on it or start to heal from that relationship and reflect on it and heal as a person. Often we as humans fall into this pattern of leaving something and immediately starting something else because we have this culture of always doing, 
always working, always doing something. We don't want to have a, an idle period or we're not necessarily working towards anything or something like that. So this is the same true this is the same truth with our relationships. So in our relationships when we end it, we may feel pain, we may feel resentment or we may feel like we need to heal. But instead we start to jump into something else, whether that be uh, invest ourselves in our job, uh, try to build new relationships or find a new hobby. We try to find something to fill that gap, something to fill that space. But sometimes the most growth and the most beneficial thing you can do is to just take a period of idleness where you can reflect on that relationship and really determine what you learned from it, what you would do better in the future, and maybe start to heal some of the trauma. Because when we hold on to this underlying trauma from our past relationships, it only makes us worse in other aspects of our life. Because we're holding on to this and we're bringing it to every conversation we have, everything we're doing, it has a weight on us. And sometimes we don't realize just how weighed down we are. But if you can take that time to you know, address what's happening and remove some of the weight and the baggage that you're carrying on, you're actually gonna save yourself a lot of time in the future because once you take this period of time to heal, you're not gonna have to worry about performing at a lower rate or you're not gonna have to wait to build relationships because you're gonna be fully healed or at least partially healed or you're gonna be better at meeting people and finding new relationships. So it's really all about the healing process. It's a very underrated process that a lot of us tend to ignore or skip, and mostly because it's painful. We like to avoid things that are painful as humans, but sometimes the most difficult and painful things lead to the most growth in our life as people and in our mind and everything like that. So you have to have the courage to go into this painful moment and to just endure it. You know, don't look to cope with it don't look for coping mechanisms whether that be excessive eating binge watching something like that just deal with the problem deal with what's causing you the trauma and don't let that take control of you don't let the pain or the trauma take control over you remember to stay true to the person you are but also to realize that hey i'm hurt at this moment something happened to me and i'm not necessarily my best self right now and that's okay and i'm going to work on healing that to get better Anyways, it's always important to get out of toxic relationships, relationships that aren't helping us grow in our life, or maybe they're really hurting us and they're creating a lot of baggage for us. And you don't have to feel like a selfish person to leave these relationships because at the end of the day, we all want the best for each other. We all want to live the best life possible. And if someone is holding you back from doing that, it's time to let them go from your life. Now, when you let them go, it can be a difficult process. But you have to let yourself heal. You have to let yourself get back on your feet and have a period where everything sucks. And you kind of just have to be in the moment and heal as a person. So at some point today, I want you to do some personal reflection on who you're surrounding yourself with, your friends, your family, your spouses, and ask, is this person benefiting my life? Is this person helping me or are they hurting me? Now, if they're helping you and building you up, that's a person you want to keep in your life. But if they're hurting you and bringing you down, that's someone you may want to transition out of your life and you may have to let go of them. It can be very difficult to let go of people, but sometimes it's the most beneficial thing we can do as people. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Mind Melt Podcast. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share this link with a friend online so we can find more people just like you to share our show with. 